The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Jess Navarez, Aisha Morrison, Kelsey Charles, and Jane Slater. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Girls Talk, Boys Talk. I am your host today, Kelsey Charles, joined by the lovely Jess Navarez and Aisha Morrison. Guys, we're back at it again. As you guys heard yesterday, Jane Slater is going to be out today. So, uh, yeah, you're stuck with me. <laughs> I hope it's a good thing, though. I mean, love it. I think it'll be great. It'll be fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's always a good time when uh, we're all here. We love it. We love it. I know. Um, you and I are kind of low-key twinning in a weird pseudo way. I don't know yeah. if you guys I'm can like see the country this. version of her today. Yeah. I can't own. I don't own a pair of boots yet, so uh, I guess we that, gotta fix that. I need to get Kelsey's with it. Gotta fix As a Lucchese that. queen, I got you, my friend. <laughs> we're, we got. I'm gonna just start sponsoring our own show. <laughs> That wouldn't be a conflict of interest or anything. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's dive in. Um, I want to just jump in because we have a lot to talk about today. Obviously, yeah. uh, a couple days away from the weekend. Let's just kick it off with the injury report, practice report. It looks like pretty par for the course. We knew going into these practices, Terrell Basham, Curse, McGovern, they are just not going to play. Yeah. Right? That was a thing that we've known for a hot minute. Yeah. Nothing's changed in their status. Just to review again so you guys have them. Um, Basham had that thigh contusion. That looked so painful. So he was like yeah. almost crying yeah. coming I, off the field. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. I'm honestly glad that it was only that because the the level of pain that that man was enduring, I was just like fully convinced that something really yeah, awful had same. happened. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like and and not at all to downplay a, a deep thigh contusion, especially if it's in his inner thigh. Sure. So yeah. I it's it's probably sensitive to touch. He probably needs to stretch it out. At least. I hope that he uh, comes back healthy, but I wouldn't expect to see him anytime soon, or I would assume we wouldn't expect him anytime soon. They haven't yeah. given a timetable around his return, so that is something to keep your Tracking. eyes on for sure. Yeah. And we want to make sure, you know, per last season, he and Randy Gregory, like hosting the one, we just want to pour, pour one out for our guy, Terrell. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so Curse, he has that MCL sprain. Yes. You saw today, though, he was working the cords, which is always a good sign when Britt Brown has those cords out, mm-hmm. kind of getting the guy back in the mix. We love to see that. Yeah, and it yeah. kind of ties into you know <laughs> Twitter was Twitter was kind of flaming. <laughs> when is it not flaming? Well, oh it, it was flaming because it sounded like you know the Cowboys were coming out and saying like we feel a little bit better about this player. We feel a little bit better about this player, and you know like a lot of people don't trust what they're saying right now. But when you see a guy like Jaron Curse on the side of the field, you know doing that work with those cords, I, I am encouraged by the work he's getting. But that also just um, ties into Mike McCarthy kind of talking about who's going to step up in that role. Right. Um, it sounds like Marquise Bell and Israel McQuamu are going to mm-hmm. get some pull. Love to see and that. honestly, I'm extremely excited to see those gentlemen get the opportunity, especially with the camps that they've had and the work they put in. We're yeah. going to talk a lot more about that, which yeah. I'm excited because I think that's going to be really key for us to discuss the guys that are rotating in to take over mm-hmm. and really like we said I said it before keep this team afloat yes. survival is the mode we are in y'all yes. like oh that is goodness. we yep. are straight survivor mode and, and yep. safety play is going to be so important in this game because what you're trying to see if you can 
replicate at all the things that Mika Fitzpatrick did last week, and he terrorized the Bengals. Scary. He's he's a scary guy. Something I wanted to make sure we mentioned too while we're on the topic of injury report. Today was a big day for Michael Gallup because he actually got his first padded practice since last year. That's great. Today, so uh, he was talking. Mike McCarthy earlier today was talking about how he expected him to take part in team drills on the seven on sevens. Mm -hmm. So happy for again. Still no exact timeline on when Michael Gallup's going to make his return, but to me, that's a positive indication that's going to be sooner rather than later. I totally agree with you, and that's going to be huge for this team for obvious reasons. (laughs) The last one on the list, too, is McGovern high ankle sprain. Two to six weeks is kind of the timetable you typically have with those. It really really depends on the person. And then um, let's move over to Bengals before I tell you my favorite part about the injury reports. Again, par for the course with these guys. It looks like Trent Taylor, wide receiver, is upgrading to limited from um, not playing at all yesterday. Uh, The defensive tackle is... Shin went from not playing to limited. And then T. Higgins, though, this is a big one. It's a big one. Um, he was downgraded from limited to out. So not out in terms of the game, but did not participate in Thursday oh. practice. So um, that's going to be something that you definitely are going to want to keep an eye on. Honestly, I never want to see a player go down because I'm not a horrible human being. And I don't right. wish ill on other people. But right. like tactically speaking, that would be a win for this team if he was matchup. not on the field. It's yes. a big loss for Cincinnati overall. It really is. And and uh, yeah, it's, it's something you never want to see with any player on any team, but it definitely puts them more in a little bit of a scramble uh, than, than anything else, which is a benefit for the Cowboys going into this game. I mean, and they still have Tyler Boyd there, so I would yeah. expect for him to get some work, even though he gets more slot work and stuff like that. But I expect for them to also high relive, high, um, rely heavily on um, Hayden Hurst yep. with the loss of uh, T. Higgins and try to w- get some quick passing to him in the middle of that field. So, yep. yeah, he, he can go, too. I love <laughs> Hayden Hurst with his charity as well. So, like, that's mm. just, like, a side ancillary thing. Yeah. Big fan of his off the field. Um, but another person who's a big fan of Hayden off the field is Dak Prescott. Mm. And I feel like it's just at least worth mentioning. Ugh. We knew that the reason yeah. why this team didn't put him on IR was because they wanted to have him be able to be a part of at least just, like, the field, like, being a part of practices in whatever capacity he could be, um, being in these guys' ears, coaching them up, yeah. just being visible as a part of all of the team activities. So that was something we witnessed today, yeah. and that is massive in my opinion. Yeah. Well, and I tweeted about this earlier today when I saw the pictures of Dak being out there, uh, specifically Bobby Belt tweeting out uh, a picture of him next to Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. And and it really, it really spoke to me because here's the thing. I, I don't think – you know, any professional athlete gets enough credit in this in this aspect of, hey, this guy just had surgery earlier this week. Like when and I, I, the only surgery I've had is my wisdom teeth. That doesn't really count. <laughs> We're getting my tonsils out. And I was like out for weeks, like acting like I was dying on my deathbed. And for the fact that Dak can go out there the week days after and if not the day after his surgery to go out there and say, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, on my rest days or whatever, but I'm still going to come out here. Just the endurance he has to be such a leader for this team is so, so incredible to see. And it really speaks levels to his leadership, his dedication, and and everything that he's doing. And so I really think that's going to help set Cooper Rush up for success this week as long as Dak is right there in his ear um, and can really help him out. And and I just love to see Dak out there with those guys. It, it, it makes me feel better when I see him out there, especially mm-hmm. after – the 
weekend that yeah. we, we had. Things you love to see. Okay, so Aisha, I'm pretty sure that some of the beat writers heard you. Um, uh, the Jalen Tolbert train yep. is making its way through the facility, and you, my friend, are leading the charge. And so I was creeping John Machota's feed like I always do, and the reporter straight up asked Mike McCarthy, like, hey, you know, third round pick. Why was he inactive? And I'll tell you what he had to say. And I want to kind of get y'all's thoughts on this because yeah. it's a valid question. Like we both, we were all Everyone. curious as to like, yeah. if you're going to prioritize one of your first round picks, why not prioritize your third rounder? So Mike said, I mean, he's a young player that frankly, a lot has been asked of him. We were all so, so impressed when he arrived and the hamstring injury really played a factor in this because having him play all the positions, treating him, frankly, how we treated CeeDee Lamb when CeeDee arrived and not really having the opportunities early on special teams He's a step behind the other guys. That's really all it is. I just think it's kind of where Jalen is, and I think you have to recognize Dennis Houston and Sammy Vahoko for what they've done. But, yeah, he's full go. Just really, I want to say the last two weeks, he's been crushing it in practice, so I look for him to push for future opportunities. Okay. Are you buying that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I buy it. I buy it because he did get injured, and I did think that that played a role in, like, why he wasn't getting snaps, but we all know that if you're going to be a wide receiver on this team, some of these guys, like the lower, you know, the lower down the down the depth chart guys, are going to have to play on special teams, and I that's something that I guess I didn't consider that maybe you know his inability to play on special teams may have con- contributed to him not being able to be on this field. And Dennis was available, and Simi was available, so maybe it's a more of like earn your earn your spot type of situation kind of like what earn we saw star. with Tyler yeah it's kind of like what we saw with Tyler but at the same time <laughs> you don't have a whole bunch of time for that like so yeah. I'm a, I'm definitely especially now yeah so I think he but he did mention like him getting the opportunities hopefully he can show up in practice and earn it because I want to see him on the field I would like to and some a stance I will forever take is you never want to rush these guys back sure given the position that the Cowboys are in now with with Dak being out and you know the injuries that we have going on but here's the thing you never want to rush somebody back prematurely because I'm going to keep going back to this look what happened with Chris Godwin last weekend uh, with the Bucks I, I mean and I'm not to say that that's why. It, he got injured or mm-hmm. whatever. But my point is, is I'm all for, hey, if this means that we don't have him right now and then he comes back and he's a total beast uh, creating havoc, I, I'm i fine with that. Mm-hmm. And and really, this is the opportunity for the Dennis Houstons and the Semifiocos to step it up and show exactly why they've earned their stripes or have they? I mean, this is this is their time. This is their opportunity. And, and um, you know, really, I think for – for CeeDee Lamb, more than anything, this is your time to show your wide receiver one. And, hey, maybe maybe somebody else is going to come into the competition like the Noah Browns of the world. But I, I really think I, I'm okay with it. And, Kelsey, I buy it for now. For okay. now. And to be determined if I continue buying it, but for now at least <laughs> no, I, I do. No, I, I, I believe it. it. It makes sense. It makes sense. And if he says that he's getting the opportunities in practice – I would hope that he is and he shows up so we can yep. see him on the field. We'll see this Sunday. We'll see this Sunday what, what they think about him and what he's been doing in practice, how much he's improved, because I, I think he he could definitely make a difference with yep. what they're trying to do. Not taking away from those other gentlemen, but this is your third round pick. You right. picked him. Let's let's get to work. Use so him. we're swiping right on that narrative in Swipe the time right. being. Are we swiping uh, and listen, Ooh. I'm just tying everything into my dating I life these it. days. My I, don't work. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, hey guys, did you know I'm single? Like, 
All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to talk about some men that have to step up, not just the ones in my dating life, say, Kels, but also on good... the field in general yep. in terms of offensive players. Let's Stay go. with us. Oh, man. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Dear past, present, and future football watchers, you know why we're here. The football season is back! Woo! And since that's too amazing to miss a single second's worth, Pepsi is officially giving you permission to always put football first. Like, maybe those in-laws are back in town. Well, better hope they're football fans because your Sunday is completely booked. Long story short, crack open a Pepsi and don't let anything get between you and your football watching. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. That's what I like. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, guys, welcome back to the second segment of Girls Talk, Boys Talk. Just a reminder, we are brought to you by Jigsaw Dating, the preferred dating app of the Dallas Cowboys. I was going to say, like, hey, you're talking about, hey, I'm single over here. Jigsaw's got you covered, There's a solution. Always. I I, I appreciate them sponsoring us just because I can just, you know, throw those, like, low-key jabs in there. Can't wait to meet them As long as they're not Philly fans. we got to reiterate that. I'm I'm a little petty. I'm a little petty. As long as they're not Philly fans, that's fine. All right. So, um, in the spirit of talking about men, Mm. let's talk about the ones on the offensive side of the Cowboys ball that really do have to step up. Again, it's well known. Jane talked about it yesterday when Dak Prescott is not on the field, the level of performance and play obviously is going to decline a little bit. Yeah. So you really got to be on your best behavior. So let's kick it off. I mean, let's start with a couple of them. I know that you're feeling, uh, you got a whole lot of notes over there, Stop. my friend. I see. She ready to go. Can, 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 can we start with Cooper Rush? Do you want to start with Cooper yeah, Rush? Yeah, yeah. Um, so listen, I think uh, I had to take a step back and, and, <laughs> and take a deep breath and... Uh, <laughs> 
and look at Cooper Rush and listen to, you know, just the way the players are talking about him and stuff. And they have a lot of faith in his in his capabilities. I think they have a lot of faith in him just knowing the playbook and knowing where yeah. to go, maybe even having trust in his cadence. That I mean, those are little things that that matter, you know, for an offense. So I'm just looking for a Cooper Rush to come in and manage this offense. And when I say manage, I mean I'm hoping that the Cowboys kind of turn back the clock. I'm I'm hoping that they have these these drives like they did in like 2016 where they they ran the ball, they made big plays when they were there, and they took the short intermediate things. You saw this with Kansas City last year that Patrick Mahomes early in the season they were giving him that too high look and he literally was just trying to go for the deep pass trying to and you saw that with Dak and this game this past game is that he was taking some of those chunk yardage situations and they weren't really there teams are trying to make you be patient and have to just methodically move down the field so that means you can't have penalties you can't have all Exactly. Don't get me started. So this is going to be a collective effort from everyone on offense. And when you're talking about guys stepping up also, you look at a um, – what's that gentleman's name? Matt, Matt Farniak, who yep, may yep. step in this week at left guard again. And hopefully this week of practice, he's you know he's improved there. And and then also you got CeeDee Lamb. We've been talking about CeeDee Lamb. We want to see him come out, have confidence in himself, um, have confidence in his ability, and really play you know play through a lot of the traffic. That's going on there. So yeah, those are my those are my guys right now on offense mm. that I want to see step up right now. Yeah, uh, and you know, piggybacking off of what you said because mm-hmm. it's all great insight. And Aisha, ladies and gentlemen, she knows her stuff. Like <laughs> we love, her. I love listening we to you. Love I feel like I so learn much. something every day. Uh, oh, seriously though, she's, she's amazing, amazing. But hey, so here's one guy I want to make sure to mention. It's not going to be surprising to anybody by any means. Ezekiel Elliott. Okay. I want to see this man eat, and I want to see him surpass a 100-yard game because we haven't seen it in what feels like ages, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to see Zeke have a good game. I want to see him uh, continuously pound through and pound through until he starts to get that yardage. But overall, he needs more than 10 touches with that ball. Yeah. It, there needs to be improvement with the amount of touches he's getting with the ball to surpass that 100-yard mark. Um, I, I want to see more Zeke. I want to see more running in the play calling. And and again, we're talking on the offensive side of the ball. That comes down to Kellen Moore and the play calling. I want to see more of that run game. Uh, you talked about CD. I want to see CD step up into that wide receiver one role. And I feel like we didn't get to see that last week. I feel like we we didn't even get a glimpse into it. So I want to see a whole new CD, um, and, and I want to see him more mentally mentally prepared to do that. I, I want to see fundamental football of him catching the ball. I want to see his spatial awareness. I want to see him being the best receiver and wide receiver one that everybody really this offseason talked about him being. Yes. They all said he's ready. He's so capable. I want to see him be ready. I want to I want to see the CD that we saw throughout the, the preseason right. uh, or the the preseason practices, I should say. I want to see CD step up. I really want to see time of possession in this game from the offense. I want to see more of it. I want to see them, again, going back with those running plays and getting advantage of the clock early on. I want them to eat that clock. And here we go. To no one's surprise. I don't want to see any penalties. Yeah. Please. Terrence Steele. At Terrence Steele, he's going to be fine. Please, no more penalties. I'm I'm really, I really don't want to see any more penalties because I think – 
it, it, this is a game where the offense has to play smart. Tracking. And if they're not going to play smart this game, we're going to see a repeat early on mm-hmm. of what we saw last week. And, and really, smart football comes with no penalties. And that comes with not making those pre-snap mistakes. So you heard a lot from the guys today and yesterday in the locker room. And you're hearing them say the right things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Cooper Rush talking about how he's got the same mentality that he had and the same feeling going into the Minnesota game in, in years past. Um, same thing with CD talking about how he has confidence in Cooper. You've got Zeke talking about how he has confidence in Cooper. They feel like they have good chemistry. But I do want to key in on one thing that Cooper Rush said, and I want to get y'all's thoughts because I love that mentality. I appreciate the fact that that's where apparently their mind's at, mm-hmm. but I'd like to actually see that come to fruition. But one thing that Cooper Rush said about CD Lamb, and I want to get your thoughts, Aisha, is that he did call him an elite receiver. Do you think that CD is actually at the point where he is elite? Because we know that's what we need from him. We knew that a Cooper, I mean, I'm sorry, Amari Cooper, all these Coopers. Cooper, Cooper, uh, Cooper. Cooper Barbecue is a really great place, by the way. I just um, like all the Coopers in my mind. Oh, uh, that's the third been. one that up. That sounds good. Anyways, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like that's what we need from him in that exposition. But I don't know personally if I've seen him hit that elite level, level, level yet. Well, it starts, to me, it starts for him this weekend. Yeah, he, he's. Go. He got a fresh slate in my mind. I'm trying to give him a fresh slate. Cheeto, Cheeto is no joke. Mm-mm. Like Cheeto is made of a lot. Cheeto's made a lot of adjustments since he's been with the Bengals yep. on playing on the ball yep. and how sticky he is. And, and he knows comp- his team. And that competition between those two, it could start to change the tide because Cheeto has gotten a lot of respect um, throughout the league this last couple of years. He has been one of the, the, the better um, cornerbacks in the NFL. So CD, it starts now. Like. Hey, man, this is your matchup. Go out there and go get it. And and hopefully the Cowboys are able to play off of the run and and get some of these guys open. I, with the tight end room, like, because we talked about Dalton Schultz, all reliable. I think that with Trey Hendrickson. that's Jason Witten. Watch out. (laughs) Yes, I do. The new Wolfies in town. Yeah, I do think that with with Logan, with Logan Tom, I think it's, is it Logan? Yeah. How do you you say? Yeah, and Pratt, I really feel like they're going to give – the tight ends in the middle of that field a little bit of trouble. So I would like to see if they can get some matchups where CD is in the slot and you or you get him on a linebacker and get him available. Like they're going to have to move him around to get him free. Um, and also to the gentleman that's opposite of him. Again, you won't have to come on with it. You're going to have to come yeah. on with it because <laughs> I don't know. I'm not afraid. I, I think that Cooper Rush will still go to CD. Even if he feels that yeah. he's covered, I think yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. He's shown he's not afraid to put faith in his guy. So the receivers are just going to have to have faith in their quarterback, too. They're going to have to come back to balls. If you're in a scramble drill, come back to your quarterback. You're going to have to help him out in this game. I think we talk a lot about opportunities. Oh, and yeah. I think that that is a big key thing that we've heard throughout already this short season. But I do think, like you guys are mentioning, Zeke needs an opportunity. CD needs an opportunity. We really need to balance this offense out. I'm going to tell you guys a little He's bit of a depressing ranking. stat. Um, so this Cowboys offense was ranked previously and recently number one. Um, now they are ranked 30th. It's just one. 30, it's yeah. just one game. I know it's, it's a stat. And one. listen, let's just, one, let's just add some perspective to that really quickly because stats can tell whatever story you want. So I don't want to just like be throwing things out there and, and you know freaking y'all out. But I do yeah. want to acknowledge that there obviously has been a significant impact in the wrong direction due to some of the things that have happened to this team on the offensive side of the mm. ball. So I really just am curious. 
I feel like those guys need to be on their best game possible. But is it realistic to have the offense carry this team like they have in years past? Or are we so developed in this defensive side of the ball with DQ and the strong suits that we have that we're going to focus on the defense and those are the guys that are going to make this an easy-to-win game for us? Ahead, I mean, James. I think we'll get into this when we when we talk more about the defensive side of the ball and what they need to do to ensure a win. But I, I just think where it stands right now, if we're looking at where the season is right at this point, yes, they need to rely a little bit more on the defense than I think they they will hopefully by you know non-September football and and that's the thing too is uh to Aisha's point earlier CD it it is his time to step up but uh you know you also have guys that are stepping up that you kind of just didn't expect the Dalton Schultz and and um you know I think it's going to be a very telling this game is going to be more telling than last week's game in my opinion I I think it's going to see it's going to tell us exactly who is stepping up and who is taking those opportunities and who is ready to take those first string positions. I mean, I can't tell you, Kelsey, if if CD is ready or not, because I just haven't seen enough. And I'm not going to base my opinion on that based on what we saw last week from him or the rest of the team, for that matter, because it's just it's not a good comparison. And we know that what we saw against the Bucks is not what we're going to see come December football. I mean, right. it's like night and day. And that's really for any team around the NFL. So I think in order for the offense to step up this week, that chemistry needs to come back. And and they need to do whatever they need to do to get the chemistry between quarterback receivers, quarterback O-line. Everybody needs to be on the same level and on the same page going with good communication. Uh, Two quick things for you before we cut to our next break, talk about the defense. But do you believe in the upside of this offense? And also, I do want to talk about Jason Peters as well because we have talked about offense and we've talked about some of the weapons. But it is equally as important that a guy like Cooper Rush has time. Tracking. And Tyler Smith has, you know, surpassed our expectations we've obviously seen other sides of the line that have you know they need a little work right so do you take jason who's a who's a seasoned vet and don't fix what's not broken over with tyler smith granted it's only been one game but like we were cool with what we saw thus far is he your swing because i know that was a question that was asked to mccarthy and he didn't commit to if he was going to have him on the right or the left side so i'm just gonna go off of like Hey, he's kind of like the guru in the mm-hmm. Dallas area, what Duke Manyweather said. And yep. he said on Twitter, he said, y'all are crazy. <laughs> y'all are crazy. He is not doing that. Now, granted, <laughs> I don't know all the ins and outs because Mike McCarthy did joke about, you know, not knowing if he was going to be the swing or not. I'm very torn because I feel like personally, if you put him if you put him in at left tackle and you have Tyler at left guard, you've seen Tyler get busy at left guard already, right? <laughs> and some, I mean, I just started envisioning some of those combo blocks that we saw in camp when Tyron and Tyler were on the field and the movement they were getting on that left side was real. Like, it was real. <laughs> so part of me is like, yeah, I think that would be your best situation. But then the other part of me is Tyler had a pretty good game and you want to build upon that because he's going to be the future. Jason Peters is only here for one year. Right. So I'm very torn. I guess it depends on what the Cowboys want to do right now. Like if you want to go, go, go win right now, I would assume that you would do the Jason Peters thing. But if you still want to keep seeing how Tyler looks developmentally, then you would keep him there. The run game is going to be important in this game. I feel like I mm-hmm. felt like they had some success taking the edges last week. I would I would continue to do that here. I would run at Trey Hendrickson. I would run at Sam Herbert. I would run at those guys. Uh, DJ Reader is, is in there at D tackle. Like I think they can run the ball on these gentlemen. So I would expect for them to at least try. And I don't think Tyler Smith 
has done anything to be taken out of that position, right? We've heard repeatedly from the front office that, um, you know, this is the guy that they wanted in this position because they know, you know, Tyron Smith is a little injury prone and he hasn't played a full season in a few years. And so, um, you know, if they're saying, hey, this is the guy, this is what we drafted him for, you have to think of the longevity of, of this entire situation with Tyler Smith. So, okay, you have Jason Peters for this year, but what's going to happen beyond this year? Mm-hmm. Does Jason Peters even want to continue playing in Dallas beyond this year? You have to kind of think ahead a little bit with this with is mailbox money situation. for him. He, he's from this area. So, yeah. this is like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, sure, I'll take that check. Yeah. And so, but then again, is 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 there going to be a deal that's made for a longer term deal with him going ahead? Right. Mm-hmm. So, it, I, I, Probably. Like, it's likely, right? It's not unlikely we don't see him here. But the thing is, is if you're drafting Tyler Smith for this position, I, I don't know. He hasn't given you a reason to take him out just yet. Given we only saw one week of play, yes. But he did a good job. He held his own, and despite everybody's uh, criticism, he really he didn't have a bad game. Yeah. All right, well, I'm done depressing you guys with some of the offensive woes. Let's go. Uh, let's talk about happy things, shall we? Yay. We're going to take a next break and break down the defense when we come back, so go ahead and stay with us. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to our final segment of Girls Talk, Boys Talk. 
We are brought to you again by Jigsaw Dating App, the preferred dating app, the Dallas Cowboys. The one that's going to save me from myself, you guys. <laughs> We're really hoping. Kelsey, you know what? I'm I got to stop making these jokes. Look, I'm manifesting the best man for you to just come out of nowhere. And like, he's your Prince Charming. And it's God, all thanks stop. to Jigsaw. Like, I actually I'm, am like low-key kind of dating someone. Like, so like, I'm oh. like, I'm like, hopefully he's not listening. He's Kelsey, like, wow, I suck. upset him. <laughs> you're going to, that's very toxic. As your friend, I'm going to say that is a toxic trait. I'm you sorry. need to stop. Sorry, boo. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so something that is a little toxic and staying on that theme is this Bengals defense. I want to talk Ooh. about the Cowboys defense, but really quickly, I do want to touch on the Bengals defense because, listen, they're no joke, my friend. Their passing defense is ranked number nine. Uh, their rushing defense is seven. Overall, they're ranked six. They're only allowing 267 yards so of total offense for teams. That's going to be an issue mm-hmm. for this Cowboys team. So, Give us a quick hit on some of the matchups to watch in terms of who this Cowboys offense has to exploit. And is Frank our fly friend back? Um, Yeah, he's back. He's a guest on the show. Yeah, um, (laughs) so they they do have good DBs. Uh, Obviously, we talked about Cheeto. Opposite of him, they have Eli Apple, which we are familiar with that name. I think a lot of people are familiar with that name. So I would like to see them go with that matchup, try to get him on one-on-ones. Um, also, their safeties, Von Bell, Jesse Bates, those guys fly around too, and they will drop in coverage. They will. Um, they do a lot of disguise-type things where they look like they're in a cover one, but they drop into a cover <laughs> Remember two. Remember when we, we, we tried to disguise our defense? Tater tots. I mean, that, we, well, <laughs> Whoa, hey, 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 I'm not going to talk about the Cowboys because the one thing about them, they, 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 they can't play men. So, uh, <laughs> um, also too, but their, their DBs allow covered sacks. Yeah. Like, they... they they make covered sacks because if you can't get away from those guys, they're going to stay with you. So I'm really looking at how much pressure this defense, their defensive line from Trey Flowers. Sometimes they uh, rush a linebacker every now and then, but they really have faith in their ability to rush for and get guys there because they trust their DBs. So, yeah, offensive line's going to have to come to play. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> I just want to point out they had seven sacks last it was, week. Oh, it was egregious. Yeah. yeah. So I don't even know if – to your, point, right to your point about <laughs> to your point about the O line yeah. watching out, yeah, seven sacks in a game that's pretty pretty good. It yeah. was it was really rough for them to to establish anything. And like, granted, Joe Burrow is going to make plays because they have a stellar receiving core, mm-hmm. but that offensive line really had trouble, um, you know, taking care of him and yeah, and him staying upright. He had a rough week last week, but I would imagine that um, in true Joey B form, he's going to bounce back. Oh, and yeah. this defense has a lot to pay attention to when it comes <laughs> yeah. to t- tackling the task of shutting him down. But listen, he's taking note of our defense, Tracking. too. Yep. I want to hear. I want you guys to hear what he had to say about Micah real quick. Yep. Micah Parsons. He's a really good player. Got to have a plan for him. Got to be aware of where he's at at all times. You know, he can, uh, he can wreck the game if you let him. You know what I want to point out? This is this uh, given week two, obviously, but this is the second week in a row a quarterback, your starting quarterback, names Micah as an automatic threat. Mm-hmm. So to me, for a player to do this in his second year in the NFL just speaks levels to the kind of player Micah Parsons is. If if you didn't know, Micah's the real deal. If you didn't know, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know now, right? But, um, you know, I, I thought it was interesting listening to Joe Burrow really talk about Micah, and it was just – it was kind of – 
kind of um, telling because not only was Joe Burrow mentioning him, but Zach Taylor also mentioned him by name earlier this week in a presser. So they know who they're watching out for. Another uh, guy that um, Zach Taylor really mentioned in one of his pressers this morning, uh, obviously Micah, he did talk about Trayvon Diggs a little bit, but he also mentioned that the Dallas D does a good job on third down defense. They're effective in the pass rush and they're good up front. Uh, and then he says, you know, Micah just is is good all around. Like he couldn't even, he didn't even want to name specifics. He just he said, Mike is a beast all around, and, and you have to watch him early. Um, and then he also says that the Cowboys defense is going to force communication with the Bengals offense. Um, and their their goal, just so you all are aware, the Bengals' goal is to score on their first drive. Ooh. That is what he said uh, in his press conference today. So they said that's their goal every game. But I think to set the tone early, you get them three and out on that first drive. Is yeah, that realistic? What? Three and out? Yeah. I think it is I for this so. defense. I think that this defense can replicate a lot of what uh, Pittsburgh did, just the way that they play football already. Pittsburgh does this thing, like I said, they, they drop two DBs and they do this. It's like a cover one and they drop two DBs in there. And basically the safety just kind of lingers in the middle of the field. And a lot of the time you don't see him. And that's what happened with Joe, with, uh, with Joe Burrow is that he just – a couple of times he just didn't see Micah. But then also the pressure – that the the Steelers were getting. So I'm really hoping that the DTs in this game, the Neville Gallimore, the Osa, Odigizua, Tristan Hill had some pressures last week. Those guys get some interior pressure. Um, I, I think their edges are are people you can you can take on their edges, but I'm really looking to get pressure up the middle of their defense. So to get into Joe and, and get into uh Joe Burrow's face, to yeah. be honest. Like, yeah. I, I know the Legion of Boom has been a topic of conversation in the media this week because of the whole, you know, uh, we don't even need to go in. It's not our team. But I, I, yeah. I do think the one takeaway that I always took from that defense was that the secondary got so much attention for just being these playmakers, right? But really, you got those guys up yeah. front yeah. who are just relieving the pressure so that the DBs can do their jobs and do mm-hmm. it well. Like, you force the quarterback to make a bad decision, so you've got these ball hawks back here. Trayvon Diggs can a, do a yes. great job when he's rushed you know, when your quarterback is rushed to do his job. So yeah, I yeah. just feel like that's a really big key component that maybe we're not talking about enough, that this defensive line really needs to be a big impact in this game. Yeah, and they didn't and, and they didn't really get a whole bunch of pressure on Tom Brady last week. Um, part of that was because of design. Part of that was because, obviously, you know that Tom Brady gets the ball out fast. So I'm that assuming release, they're probably yeah. looking to get more pressure in this game. Uh, Tank Lawrence had a time with Christian Wirth, so I'm looking to see him bounce back and really take advantage of his matchups as well. This defensive line could make the difference for – could really make the difference to me for the secondary who is going to have their hands full with their receiving core. Yeah, and you're talking about ball hawks over here, Kelsey. I think in order for the defense to be really effective during this game, they need to get interceptions, and they need to give the Cowboys offense the best chance at good field position. Yes. Because especially with you know what we saw last week, and given we're not going to have the same quarterback – giving them the best field position possible mm-hmm. is going to put them at an advantage early on. And right. so I think the defense, it is vital for them to get multiple interceptions and 
early on. Get in Joe Burrow's head. And I want Micah and D-Law to put so much pressure on him early on that he gets flustered. And, you know, I, I think Joe Burrow is a great player. I think he's he's an elite quarterback. He's amazing at what he does. But I think he is not obviously on the Tom Brady level of that pressure with a quick release. I think the more you get in and the more you pressure him in that pocket, the more likely you're going to get those interceptions and those ball hawks like Trayvon Diggs can start racking up that interception count for the season. Dallas has got to make them pay. They got to make them pay for their mistakes. Yeah. Five turnovers. Like, how many interceptions did they have last week, the Bengals? It was five? Let yeah. me see. It was ugly. We and, had... and Chicago only came out with, what, 20, 28 points, 20 points? I Let's honestly, they, they I need Chica- to pull up the game book. Um, Either way, though. I had on. it pulled up. But... So, Joe Burrow had four interceptions last week. Okay, yeah. You, you got to make them pay. Yeah. Like, they, they shouldn't have come back from having that many turnovers in a game. So, right. what that tells me is that, you know, the um, the Steelers' offense wasn't able to capitalize off of their uh, interceptions and stuff. And with the Cowboys' offense being already kind of shorthanded, if you get good field position, you better do something with it. <laughs> hey, speaking of field position, something else I really wanted to mention that I think the Cowboys need to do in order to win this game, yes. special teams – Turbo Turpin, I need you to turn those Jets on to 100 because I still I still firmly believe that early on in the season is yeah. when we're going to see him take it home because teams don't have enough film on him yet to really be able to hone in on him and, and see what his weaknesses are. Is that an official nickname, by the way, Turbo Turpin? Turbo Turpin. I think somebody Because if it isn't, it, it is now. It, I, I think, who said it? Here, so, here for it. You, you got to give it credit. I, I didn't say it first. It's okay. We'll, I, we'll find it. It was, a tw- it was a Twitter thing, but I need him to turn his Jets on 100%, mm-hmm. take it home. Everybody obviously the offense as well, but the defense and special teams need to do what they can to help the offense as much as possible these next few weeks as long as Dak is out. I remember, oh, sorry. I, I remember you guys talking about turnovers, and it, I keep on thinking about this. Back in the Valley Ranch days when you had Marinelli as the D.C., and they had the meeting room that literally when you walked in, it said the ball, the ball, the ball. And then there was an actual, like, football yeah. that they had to, that was, like, attached to the wall. They had to grab, like, in on their way in and on their way out of yeah. the room. And it was just, like, this, like, mental thing of, like, this is your job, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. your job is to obviously get the ball. Yeah. But, like, take – I just I just always kind of liked that in having you talk about the need for turnovers and obviously field position being important in this game and this defense, I really do think – Dan Quinn is yes. going to be the reason yeah. that this team wins games while Dak Prescott is out. 100%. No disrespect to the offense. They are they're they're good players. But I just again, you cannot deny the drop up that's going to happen and the need for this defense to ultimately in my personal opinion carry this team. And the yeah. depth that's there on defense to allow you to even do that. But to your point about special teams and I think we're going to get out of here, but um they have if I'm not mistaken the Bengals have a a, is it a rookie placeholder? It's a young placeholder that they just brought in. I was creeping on some of their their social media stuff. Oh, and you saw last week what lost the game for them is that they had a they had it blocked. They mm-hmm. had the field goal blocked. C.J. Goodwin last week was close to blocking multiple, yeah. multiple yeah. kicks, and obviously the Cowboys did have the blocked field goal. So I am looking for now, Bones. Don't 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 Bones get crazy. them boys don't, in don't, check. Don't, don't get crazy, Bones. <laughs> yeah. But please. But that is something that I'm also looking for too. Again, just to get this ball in this offense's hands again. So let's go, yeah. And one more thing I wanted to mention about yep. the defense. To your point, Kels, was 
the chemistry mm-hmm. that they all have, the camaraderie. Yeah. It's just, it's at uh, 100%. It's all intoxicating. The time. I, it's, it's oh fine. man, we'd love to see it. But, and that's all Dan Quinn. I, I credit Dan Quinn's, you know, environment that he's building for those guys. But the chemistry is going to take that defense far. Swag yeah. Daddy Dan for the win. Okay, Ooh. so we only have a few minutes left. I want to wrap us up with the tales from the other side. I know you pulled one for us, my friend Jess. So yeah. uh, let's hear it. Well, so it's our past interference. Oh, my bad. We saved that it's one for tomorrow. Good. It's all good. We have We're lots doing, of great content. We're going to do you past guys. interference because this is a little bit of a positive note for you all, good. depending on it. how you want to take it. So uh, <laughs> open to interpretation. This one's about Mike McCarthy, and it says in his 15 year of head coaching career uh he is five and one of the week following a season opening loss including a two and oh mark with dallas so so far okay. we could see a three and oh for for mike mccarthy that's what we're hoping to see because i like that for him and i don't want to change that for him so let's manifest that it's, into existence. it's positive is we'll that manifest that, that that's yes, what we see absolutely um uh, i feel bad no no don't <laughs> look at your face because i would just remember i didn't mention somebody and i should have mentioned him. Well, let's hear uh, it we got, uh, we got a minute uh Barnacles. Oh, Donovan Wilson. Oh, Donovan Wilson. Donovan Wilson. I am ecstatic to see him be able to step up and play in different spots and that he's healthy and he has the opportunity. I felt like he had a good game last week. That interception on Tom Brady, they actually set that up. So I... I'm just I'm just excited to see him in this game too because you're gonna need him to come down and tackle and be not be afraid. He's not afraid to be in the box. You, he's gonna take o- yeah. over in a lot of that role as well. I know they're gonna switch it, but yeah, these safeties are gonna have to come up and the defense a force to be reckoned with. Everybody. Yes, sir. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> all right, so just a little fun fact for you guys. Um, I'm actually gonna get Coach McCarthy some boots tonight, so oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and call them like the game winning boots. So here's right. my theory. I think I'm gonna fit him. I'm weak. And I'm going to be like, Coach, I will give these to you Mm-mm. if you win the game. Bye. If Please and only do. if you win the game. Please do. And then otherwise, like, I'm out. I'm like, I don't know. They just disappear. We're out of stock Can you forever. say that? Love Can that. you do that to him? No, of you course I cannot do that to him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> They'll, like, escort me out. They'll be like, we like you, but not that Get much. Out of here. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. We do appreciate you taking the time out of your day. We're back again tomorrow. It's a 3 p.m. Central time. So just Three. take note on that. We got the lovely Jane Slater back in the building. But for the time being, thanks so much. So, whoa. Glitch. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Kelsey Charles. It's Justin Barros, Aisha Morrison, and Congo. My child. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, Bye, y'all. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?